Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Bat Flips and Maple Dips. I'm Clayton Croker, Justin Anderson to my left, Patrick Marsh to my right. If this sounds scripted, it's because we've done this four times. Our computer keeps freezing. But we're good yeah. now, so supernatural intro to start the show today. Um, we're getting to some sad stuff a little bit uh, later on the show. We're also going to talk about some funny stuff with Reese McGuire, a.k.a. Reese's Pieces. And um, I stole that from Justin. That was yeah. one of the intros. That you that said that the first, first time. One. I couldn't do it again. It was so natural, and you just blew it. Thanks, Adobe Audition. Uh, then we'll get to some uh, Astro stuff and some spring training stuff. But uh, three very different weekends for us boys. Uh, Patrick, what would you get up to? Family day long weekend um not a hell of a lot man i did a lot of chilling at home i actually went into work yesterday to do some overtime but i gotta say i've i have an addiction now i'm addicted to hawkins cheesies ever since you brought them up on the show a couple months ago clayton oh, the best. i am addicted to hawkins cheesies and i can't stop and i don't want to stop <laughs> they get stuck in your teeth though hey oh, like yeah. you gotta have some toothpicks because they get right in yeah. there like if after like like because you can't just have like a couple handfuls and then just stop you, you eat like half the bag you, you eat like half the bag and they just get stuck in your teeth that's the only bad part kind of yeah. wrecks your teeth a little bit but it does so and slothy weekend just super loud yeah i uh i also sloth i didn't go into work for any overtime i uh <laughs> spent a lot of time in my gaming chair playing xbox with some of my buddies playing some Grand Theft Auto Five, kicking it back like 2014. Nice. But um, today I went to the art gallery here in Saskatoon with my girlfriend. Uh, it was free admission day. It was the first time I had left my house since Friday. Yikes. Um, <laughs> so I, cause I also took Friday off uh, from work. And yeah, I, the last time I had left my house was like 4 o'clock Friday afternoon. Wow. And I, so I spent like almost three full days of just like complete seclusion in the dark with a headset on playing Grand Theft Auto V and just really reliving my university glory days. And uh, yeah, it was it was a nice weekend just to, you, you kind of, like we were talking about this before the show, Clayton, like just having like, that weekend just to like catch up on some video games, to play with the boys a bit and uh, just really do nothing. I haven't had like a good video game weekend. Like I've had a video game night, but like yeah. video game weekend of like three solid days, I'd say like three years, four years maybe. Yeah. It's just nice to like pop a game in and just like play through it. Just grind the whole thing out in a weekend. I'm not a huge gamer. Like I was never a big like fan of like God of War or oh, yeah. Call like Call of Duty I loved, but I was more of like a chill guy, Madden guy, show yeah. guy. Uh never into FIFA and stuff, but like so like I understand those story games like Skyrim, like those. I you, love Skyrim. You, you take a week to crush yeah. that because oh, it's yeah. such a sweet story mode. Patrick, I know you're a gamer, so like, do you still have gamer weekends? Uh, not as much as I used to. I actually, mm -hmm. I used to do this thing with buddies. We used to call it Survivor Nintendo, and what <laughs> we would do is we would start it at noon on Saturday, and the goal was to play without stopping for as long as you could. So aside from bathroom breaks and like bare necessity breaks. Uh, we would just play straight through as long as we could. And I don't eyeballs. think anybody ever got to 24 consecutive hours, but uh, they were a lot of fun, a lot of great memories playing Super Nintendo, PlayStation 1, uh, Nintendo 64. Um, it was a lot of fun and very dorky. So like, how, how long did you go? Like, What's your record for that Nintendo Survivor? It's Survivor Nintendo. So, um, oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> sorry. Uh, I think my record was from noon to about 
5 a.m. I think oh, wow. was the best I did, and Solid. by the end of it, boys, you feel you feel greasy. Yeah, you feel real greasy. Were you able to like see out of your eyes, or were they just like completely like glazed over at that point? It's almost like a tunnel vision yeah. sort of effect. And I'll I'll tell you like the key to doing it is picking a game that you can really commit yourself to. Like mm. way back when when we first started doing it. Uh, I was playing the Japanese hard type uh, version of Final Fantasy IV, which some people might know as Final Fantasy II because it came out uh, as Final Fantasy II on the Super Nintendo. But man, that game was so unbelievably hard. Even to date, I still haven't beaten the Japanese hard type version of that game. That's the one that came out on PlayStation 1 way back in like the late 90s when they uh, re-released. Uh, I think it was 4 and 6 which are two and three in North America. <laughs> it's a lot on, of numbers, uh, Patrick. One. <laughs> I don't even remember the original question. <laughs> so that was Nintendo History Hour with Patrick yeah. Marsh. New segment of the show. We just didn't introduce it there. But yeah, I, I never had time to play that many video games. Like yeah. I, it would have like I mean like a video game weekend for me was like during the day do stuff, but at night to go and play video. Yeah, and you see, know? like even this weekend for me, like I would. I on I think on Friday night I stayed up until like two a.m. playing because my the guys I was playing with were like in Alberta and BC so like hour and two hours behind us so mm-hmm. it's still like early for them ish so I'm up late just champing it out being a real MVP and but like during the day I, I would go eat lunch and like watch some TV for a bit mess around on my computer do something else mm-hmm. and then I play video games but I I always call it like putting a shift in where I would like sit down and just like play for eight hours so, like put a shift in yeah oh yeah <laughs> that's what I call drinking yeah. putting, <laughs> putting in a shift yeah oh, shift boys, work right putting a shift yeah, yeah oh yeah putting a shift yeah nice. so yeah so I always that's how I like refer to my gaming is like usually like a four to eight hour shift <laughs> speaking of shifts i went to uh, clear lake manitoba as my parents live yeah uh big shout out to the wigwam anyone who's been there hype uh the lake house has like an awesome winter setup it's the only place open in town uh it's just a small town it's a cool little vibe and it's right by like riding mountain national park the mm. super nice national park it's a cool little town but like all weekend i kept getting notifications on my phone from that stupid video that i put like oh, that yeah. be- beer chugging video I made this video for our, our radio station. If like life rule, if you get put on the jumbotron, you chug your beer. Yeah. I used to work for the Blades for like four years, so the camera guy knows me. Like I worked right beside him, yeah. like the like for four years. So we kept putting it on me, knowing I do this. I ch- like destroyed three full beers. Sass Tell Center heroin beers. It's got like two million views <laughs> right now on Facebook, and everyone's saying I'm Prince Harry and stuff like that. But like the whole time, my family's just like, "Can your phone shut the hell up?" Like just. Like every time I opened Twitter or Facebook, it was going nuts. But that's like the second time that's happened to me with like the light. You always get the constant yeah, likes. Local and you don't want to look at it. And then you're like, yeah, I do. And yeah. you're like, oh, sweet. How about... Okay, got to put my phone down. But you're like, oh, I got to check now. It's How many just, likes know. do I have? Yeah, exactly. But no, shout out to Clear Lake. I love that place. And good family weekend for me. Sloth and drink and rye. It's a good time. So. I love Rye. Yeah, but it was kind of damper <laughs> because, again, like, let's get into some sad stuff. Enough about us. We talked about ourselves for a long time there. Um, Tony Fernandez passing away. I think we all kind of expected it the way yeah. that it was sounding on Twitter, but it was still sad. Like, you're, you're still kind of hoping he pulls mm-hmm. through, you know, but uh, unfortunately he didn't. So I know we kind of talked about this last episode, but, Justin, do you want to get into Tony Fernandez's memories? Is there sure. one that stands out? Or uh, For me, I don't really have any memories of Tony from his playing days. I was... Um, I was like seven the last time he played for the Blue Jays. So it's kind of just when I was starting to get into baseball. Um, but obviously, like when we did our all franchise 
teams. I, I had picked him as our all-time shortstop, and I, I think he still is. I hope Boba Shett gets there one day. But Tony Fernandez is definitely like the Blue Jays' best shortstop of all time. Franchise leader in games played. He played 163 games in one season. Yeah. Yeah, like just because there's an extra game. And uh, leader in hits, also the leader in, in, in war too. So he's the one of the, one of the best in the franchise. Number one. Was that what he wore? Hopefully, nobody ever wears it again. I know he's in a level of excellence. I don't think anybody ever would at this point. No. Um, but he's a guy who will, will be fondly remembered by everyone who had the pleasure of playing with him, um, coaching him, anyone, anyone who's met him. I mean, all these outpouring of support that's come out on Twitter uh, for Tony's family, from former teammates and, and coaches, and even just fans telling stories about how they interacted with him. I mean, he's a minute. He was a minister at the end of his end of his life. Like. Yeah, even like people, the Baseball Hall of Fame here in Canada, they've reached out and said how Tony was such a big supporter of everything that they've done. He comes back every year um, for their induction ceremony. He does a lot of things with Jays Care and the Blue Jays. Uh, is going to be missed by by everyone. I mean, I, I, I can't say I knew him personally, obviously, but I do think that, that Tony Fernandez is really one of the, just the true like gentlemen, the good guys to play baseball. And, and and with the stuff that's going on right now, with all this cheating and that kind of thing, he's a guy that will be sorely missed. I think that uh, you hit the nail on the head there with the cheating thing. Tony Fernandez, that's a guy who is just like one of those pure baseball guys, like a Ken Griffey Jr. guy. Like, you know he's not cheating. Mm. He's just good at the game. Like, he's just yeah. a good guy who's good at the game. Um, without Tony Fernandez, there's probably no Carlos Delgado too. Like, well, there's no World Series 1992. Exactly. He was a part of that trade with Fred McGriff mm-hmm. to San Diego for Alomar and Joe Carter. But he really mentored Delgado. Like Delgado was pretty beat up about it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And like I thought about it, I was like, yeah, right when Fernandez was there, that's right when Delgado was coming up, killing it for the Jays. I mean, one of the more underrated Jays of all time is Carlos oh, Delgado. Yeah. He was so good for that long. So good. And Tony Fernandez was kind of the guy who showed him the ropes. Um, Patrick, I know you love Tony Fernandez. Yeah, absolutely. It, and it's, uh, you know, on one hand, it's obviously it's extremely sad that this has happened. We've been talking about it for a few weeks, and I think part of a part of this process, uh, or part of what we we were experiencing, rather, I apologize, wrong word. Um, part of part of the experience that uh fans have have gone through the last couple of weeks while he was in the hospital was trying trying to remember the good times and all the success that Tony brought to the team and uh it was pretty pretty exceptional to see all the different players throughout the history of the Jays uh you know talk about how important he was to them and uh, certainly we, we got a little taste of it from the organization as well. Uh, they posted something special on Twitter as well, just offering their condolences and just how, uh, how much of an impact he had on Canadian baseball. Uh, and uh, I thought it was pretty cool. There was a tweet earlier today. Uh, Toronto Sports Stats uh, said that Tony Fernandez is the Blue Jays' all-time leader in games played, hits, Singles, triples, assists. He's also their single season leader in games, singles, triples, at bats, and pinch hits. Uh, so Tony is as a, exceptional a player and as exceptional a human being that has ever been a Toronto Blue Jay. He's going to be greatly missed, but he certainly will not be forgotten. 
And I think that it's appropriate for us to really push the organization to retire number one. Nobody should ever wear that number again as a member of the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, especially given how exceptional Tony Fernandez was. I read a tweet where it was like Vin Scully, the first time he saw Tony Fernandez, he called his glove silk. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's got a glove made of silk out there. Yeah. My Vin Scully impression needs some work. But <laughs> um, yeah, Tony's defense was just immaculate, kind of a wonky batting stance, but that's that's Tony, you know? So it's been a rough couple of years for Jay's legends. I mean, obviously Doc and then yeah. Tony and yeah. Yeah, gone, gone too soon, right? And I mean, I don't want to say this. We we had some time to prepare for this one, right? We knew he was in the hospital. That he was ill. It wasn't a sudden thing. Like the last few weeks, we've kind of all come to terms with the fact that he's he's been sick for all, for a while with these with these kidney issues that he had, and then obviously having the stroke there Saturday morning, uh, having them choose to take him off of life support just because there was really no coming back from that. But I mean, yeah, just gone away too soon. And we we need to have a a good a good couple of years here with no more legends passing away so that we can. Get ready for the next one. Yeah, um, like just the greats tough. too. Yeah, the greats. Mm-hmm. Like argu- like arguably the best pitcher to play for the Jays, and then arguably the best player to play for the Jays. So. The shortstop ever. Yeah. Yeah, like real, real tough. Um, it sucks going from one topic to another. You can never do it smoothly. So, mm-hmm. let's just talk about the Astros, shall we? Because, holy, what a shit show this week has been with the first week of spring training. Yeah. Uh, the questions being asked, like the apology, kicked everything off. The apology was bad. The apology was what apology? <laughs> like again, that's <laughs> the, the thing the they didn't. Part. They didn't really apologize, and yeah. then they kept making it worse. Like you didn't think it could get worse after the apology, and that was like the best part of it yeah. all. Was I, I want to give some end. credit to uh, Jake Marisnik, who's now with the Mets. He actually came out and answered a bunch of questions. He was actually like almost in tears during the interview, like apologizing for mm-hmm. for what they had done. Um, so credit to to him for stepping up and apologizing. But guys like Bragman. And Altuve kind of dodged a lot of questions. And then obviously Correa coming back and just going after uh, Cody Bellinger, who really went after them. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm. It, there's a lot of he said, she said, but I mean, it, it, it's it's disgusting. Like the, the amount of just lying and uh, not revealing things from the commissioner's office. And how about his conference yesterday? Bad. Like, oh, terrible. <laughs> Patrick, bad. I know Patrick was. Uh, was all over that one with with sending us us links from like Reddit posts and, and such. Patrick, what did you think about Madrid said yesterday? He uh, he has absolutely bumbled this. Mm. Uh, it doesn't all fall to him. Obviously, he wasn't the individual who went out and investigated these things. Yeah, uh, he was irate at the fact that there was a leak and that uh, it was revealed to the press what had actually happened. Mm-hmm. Um, cause initially there was, uh, a memo that was sent to, I think it was, uh, the GM yes. first. Yeah. Um, but that apparently that leaked, um, honestly, I'm, I'm starting to get sick of talking about this and it's, it's not that I want it to go away. It's just, I want Manfred to be replaced by someone who's willing to do something. Like, it's just, it's unbelievable. This guy, the audacity uh, of the things that he said. And uh, I just, it just, it's really pisses me off. He didn't want to strip the title from the Houston Astros because 
he said something along the lines of like, oh, we shouldn't, you know, asking for a, a piece of metal back seems yeah. like a, a futile idea. So the World Series Championship, which is the pinnacle of the sport in the world, is just a piece of metal. How clueless do you have to be about baseball, MLB, and integrity to just shit all over the the championship by Mm -hmm. saying it's just a piece of metal like are you kidding me i think the best i think the best quote was from you darvish um about the olympics how if you're caught cheating in the olympics they strip your medal it just seems weird that they're not doing this right now yeah i I, that's and that's what a lot of guys said too it's uh i think it was um was it phil hughes on twitter he was talking about He's like, oh yeah, when you when you cheat in the Olympics, they strip your gold medal. So why when you cheat in baseball, do they not suspend you at all? They give you immunity. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like the players were given immunity because they participated fully. But I was thinking back. We we talked about this when this first broke. When we were talking about speculating like punishments, how when the Braves did that international signing bullshit and they lost eleven prospects or whatever it was, their their scouting or their GM at the time got a lifetime ban. And that was just for like some international signings. Yeah. That wasn't for cheating for three years. I didn't even think of that. For three years. And they get they get nothing. Like they got two guys got suspended. Yeah. And Beltron and Cora lost their jobs with the Red Sox and the Mets. Patrick, I have no I know you have more to say about the the commissioner though. You seem just t- pissed off at this guy. I, I love don't. it. I don't understand why he refuses to punish the players. Yeah. It's so stupid. Do you guys remember uh, not too long ago? Uh, and I, I I saw this on Twitter, and I'm gonna I'm gonna steal it. Shout mm-hmm. out to at Blake Harris TBLA. Here we uh, go, Keon, Blake. Keon Broxton got <laughs> suspended for two games for accidentally hitting an umpire with his batting gloves after yeah. Uh, yeah, registering an out, and he was throwing his gloves. He's obviously being a moron. Uh, uh, he was sorry about it, uh, but he accidentally hit the umpire. He got two games for that. You know how many games Carlos Correa and Jose Altuve got for cheating for one and a half seasons? Three years. Like, literally <laughs> cheating at baseball. Cheating which is something that the sport has fought so hard to get rid of, okay? The fight against steroids, Mm -hmm. the gambling that went on for literally decades and continues to go on behind the scenes, and all the ineligible list players that exist for gambling, taking PEDs, whatever, violating the substance abuse program. These guys are cheated at baseball and they got away with it jose altuve got an mvp out of it yeah and a world series he hasn't, title. Been, he hasn't been stripped of that congratulations jose altuve i hope you never make the hall of fame and i i actually hope the baseball writers association of america gets this one right and keeps every single one of these guys out of the hall of fame indefinitely because it's ridiculous it is a disgrace to the game and it's going to get harder and harder for Manfred to keep this game, you know, with some semblance of integrity. Yeah. If he's not going to start distributing these punishments, like think about it, guys, the, 
this team cheated to win a World Series and didn't get punished enough. What does that say about the future? You know, well, how how far are teams willing and players, individual players willing to push the limits of what's legal and not legal within the laws of the game? Well, you know what? To- I'm with you, Patrick. I, I, I agree. I think the punishment sucks. It's terrible. The the thing with Rob Manfred is he's a businessman. Like he's coming in here to make the game make money. And he's seen this and he's his his mouth is watering right now. TV ratings are going to go up because everyone's going to want to see people throw at the Astros, which apparently we're going to get punished for because uh, we can't throw out cheaters. Um, but he's also worried more about stripping 42 teams of the minor leagues and making the game shrink down to from three hours and two minutes to two hours and 59 minutes so that it can, can fit in a convenient three-hour TV time slot so that TV, time, so that TV deals will be worth more money. Like he, He's concerned about the money side of things. And for him, this whole scandal is going to make baseball money because people are going to watch now because they want to see what happens. See, as much as I hate this and as much as I'm kind of tired of hearing of it and as much as it frustrates me because the commissioner is just a jackass off the rails. I mean, the whole playoff thing, too, where oh, you can yeah. pick your own opponent. Seven teams. It's kind of fun. But at the same time, after a while, it'd be like, this is so quirky and weird. Yes, we'll get on that later. But at the same time, I love this. And i sorry, Mrs. Anderson. I fucking love it. <laughs> I this is what I think this is what baseball needed is just some good old fashioned testosterone. Oh, you're going down, guys. Yeah. We're going to freaking kill you. Everyone in baseball hates the Astros and it's going to make for like must watch TV. But yeah. the fact that the guys are going to get punished if they throw at the Astros, no way. They cheated. This should be part of their punishment. Yeah. You're going to get thrown at all season long. <laughs> all season. That, I thought that was going to be one of the punishments. It's like, you know what? Like, sure, they kind of got off with it a little bit, like with the whole punishment. And by a little bit, I mean a lot. Um, but they were going to get destroyed this year. It was going to be so embarrassing. Every building they go into, they're going to get booed out of the building. They're going to get chirped. They're going to get thrown at. Guys are going to yeah. try and pull dirty stuff on them. They're going to get ridiculed in the media. That's so fun to watch. Man. Everyone loves a villain. Everyone loves having a villain, especially when everyone's on board that they suck, and everyone is right now. Yeah, well, I love it. And the Angels, the Angels and Astros play opening day in L.A. and Dodger fans are organizing a group oh. of people to go from Dodgers to go for, to Anaheim yeah. from L.A. to go boo them. I love it every second of that whole I fucking game. I love it. I'm like the commissioner. This is his fault. I mean, did he do it on purpose? No, but he's probably thinking like, oh, man, this whole bad decision made for some must-watch stuff. But he's so dumb. Like, how do you not punish them more? Because now he's all mad that everyone's retaliating against the Astros. What did you think was going to happen? Yeah. Like, obviously this. Like, baseball players always, they're kind of like hockey players. They take the law in their own hands. I understand, like, suspending guys for domestic abuse. And breaking substance abuse policies, mm-hmm. but how is this any different than than like substance abuse? Yeah, it's it's direct. It's like using a cork bat. How mm-hmm. long did Sammy supposed to get for his cork bat? I can't remember. Long like, time. He he used that. I'm not sure how long he used it until his bat broke and he got exposed. Obviously, but like these guys cheated for three years, and and, the they, thing and is, they got no suspension, not even like a fine, the not whole, nothing. The whole pitchers getting punished for throwing at them is complete garbage because like it's just like hockey. If some guy's running around checking guys from behind, you get your big guy to go fight him so that stuff doesn't happen. There has to yeah. be consequences for it. Throwing at guys is the equivalent of fighting in hockey. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure you might not like it. Sure it's greasy. Sure it's 
Nasty. You know, it's a nasty part of the game. It's necessary because if you can just get away with cheating, you can cheat and you can still keep your MVPs and your World Series titles without any consequences. It's like, whatever. But if you know that for, like, ever, guys are going to be chucking 99-mile-an-hour heaters at your face, Mm. oh, like, that's a scary feeling. And now it seems like they're going to get away with that, too, which sucks. That's the the part I hate the most. I have two things I want to say before we move on. Mm -hmm. The first thing was I could not believe that Carlos Correa had the audacity. I think it was yesterday. uh, He he said, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I want to talk about this season. I don't want to talk about what happened in the past. Oh, really? I'm sure you do, buddy, because you were the one who was guilty of cheating. Yeah. And the, the other thing I have to say is that I, I think Manfred still has time to fix this, but right now he's acting like a total jerk off. Speaking of which, Ugh. boo, boo, oh. <laughs> Burns. <laughs> I, oh. like, I like the transition thing. I don't want to talk about this. This is so weird. I mean, <laughs> the more details that came out about the whole Reese McGuire thing, Ugh. and we've been pumping <laughs> this guy's tires. A lot. Oh, he was pumping his own tires. Oh, can I take this one? Whoa! Can I, can I take this one to the lane, guys? Whoa! Oh, take it, take it. I want to. I want to be the. I. I'm. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> if you are not watching the news, um, I'm happy for you. I hope your life is fulfilling. However, <laughs> you missed a great one over the weekend. I can't believe we're going to discuss this, but Toronto Blue Jays catcher Reese McGuire was arrested in Dunedin, Florida for allegedly masturbating in a busy parking lot. Hmm. So I thought you were setting up a joke there and there was going to be like another like cheesy pun or whatever. And then there was just an awkward pause and I was like, oh, (laughs) Uh, no, I I thought you were doing. Oh, (laughs) I no, I was it? getting, I was getting ready to 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 say something else, but you kind of. Well, I'm sorry. You kind of jumped in there. I mean, you <laughs> kind of jumped on a bit. It was a little bit premature. Oh. Ah, see, I set you up for another one. It all works out. <laughs> uh, and also, I even at the beginning of the show, I was ready to roll. I had my aviators on, and I was ready to say at the beginning of the show that it looked like. Reese Reese got caught grabbing his piece, mm. and I was ready to whip them off, but Justin stole the joke. I know it's so easy, <laughs> but the Toronto Sun did us all a legendary favor. Yeah, <laughs> the headline the next day: carjacking. <laughs> uh, and then right underneath that, Bader up. <laughs> yeah, oh that was bad. God. That's good. See, no, it wasn't. See, like they the ruined it with that. Carjacking was hilarious. Carjacking was great. That's all they needed to put, and then just the details. But the baiter up, no man. Like, remember that episode of Seinfeld where Costanza keeps leaving on yeah. his good jokes and because the first okay, time he, me. because the first time he blew it, like yeah, you're trying just, to one up it. Keep going. This is what happened there. Baiter yeah. up. I don't. I don't know about that one. <laughs> but man. see, Justin stole one from you, but I lobbed a nice little assist to you, so it all worked out in the end. Gave him a bit of a helping hand. Yeah. There. Oh God, guys. <laughs> I'm I'm walking out. I don't want to be here anymore. This is weird. It's so weird, guys. Oh, it's such man. a weird story, man. I don't know. Can we can we get no? Hold on. We we have to address it. And the thing is, 
kid. Is this is how embarrassing is this one to ten on an individual level? Oh, Fucking yeah. seventeen. Team, yeah, that's that's on a off team the level. And then does this affect Reese McGuire whatsoever during spring training? Does it affect the long term plans <laughs> Honestly, for him to be if back he, catcher if he, for the next several years? If he comes out guns a blazing and kills it, good on him. I could never play with something like this going on. No Honestly, I got caught doing this. Like... I'd be done. I'd retire. I'd be so embarrassed. Oh, I'd I'd move to <laughs> Venezuela. I'm Honestly, gone. it's gonna be a good icebreaker in the clubhouses. Everybody's gonna be joking about it. I, I think Reese, based on his time, seems like he's a guy who can hopefully take a joke uh, i don't know uh, he's, like he's, he's got to come out and like address this obviously he, apparently he's going to at some point yeah, but like, a- they have to let the the florida court system florida is really like aggressive when it comes to like public indecency yeah um <laughs> like super aggressive when it comes to public indecency he's, he's gonna get a fine for this it's like a thousand dollar fine or something like that or or like a year in prison but they're not giving him a year in prison for <laughs> grabbing his junk in a in a public park. Never know, gonna, man. It's Florida. It's like it's Florida, man. <laughs> maybe the judge has a bad day. Wants him set an example. There's been yeah. a lot of guys just flashing people, and he's like, "Enough's enough." Yeah. See a Reese. I just, I just, I just want to get some clarification, though, Clayton. Uh, you're sure that you're okay with Reese McGuire as long as he comes out of spring training swinging the hot stick? <laughs> oh, that was the worst one of the bunch. First oh, one of the man. bunch. That's not even worth a boo. You should have walked out, Costanza. Yeah, yeah. Costanza. <laughs> Costanza. Um, no, like, I'm not saying I want it to happen. I honestly almost think they should just be like, man, this is going to be a huge distraction. There are going to be so many signs the first couple months of the season, so many chirps. It's going to be a distraction for sure. But you can't release uh, him for this. You know what's embarrassing? I, it'd be nice if the guys rally around him. But imagine if he comes out, hits like 490 at spring training, has a bunch of bombs. It's like, man. I could, again, how Everyone's do you how do you mentally block this out point. though? No, Everyone's <laughs> got to be texting him and talking oh, about yeah. this, and it's just so but embarrassing. The thing is, it couldn't happen at a better time for him because baseball. This is like the least, least scandalous thing. Right Very now. true. Very, yeah, true. Uh, and oh, also, I didn't think of that. Um, can you imagine? Just let's say, let's say for one second. If there's another pun coming up, no, I'm gonna no, kill you. I'm, I'm getting serious here. What if? Baseball comes and like, oh, we're suspending Reese McGuire five games for public indecency. It's like, oh, so you, you can suspend a guy for this, but you can't suspend the Astros <laughs> for for cheating. Yeah. Oh, how, what kind know, of but, pre- what kind of precedent would that set? That'd be hilarious. But it it kind of feels like, like it's wow. a touchy subject, doesn't it? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm mad. No, I'm like legit mad. It's done. I can just see it's Patrick done. over here just like snickering behind yeah. this microphone. It's great. It's great. First two or three, sure. The next seven, nah, no. Comedy rule, guys. Comedy. The rule of three. You yeah, end only. after three. You don't try you know, and push though, it. The rule of three. You know what, though? Justin, you had a really good point earlier that, you know, the fact that this happened is really going to come in handy in the clubhouse <laughs> when it comes to breaking the ice. Well, can, we, can, we mute, can we turn his mic off? I honestly, I honestly hope this happens to you guys. I oh, honestly man. hope Whoa. this happens to you just so I, I can replay these puns and be like, you know oh, what? yeah, yeah? How does it feel? I don't plan on sitting in any public parking lots with my with my pants down yeah. anytime see soon. that's the other thing like again i've never done this and obviously he was like two blocks away from his house or something like that in florida where he was staying i'm not a big uh you know jerking it in my car <laughs> the guy, guy must be an exhibitionist but if i was like if i wa- if i were a jerking it in my car guy in some sort of alley i would not take in... off my pants to my ankles and just no. be like hey discreetly i don't know unzip just, the jeans yeah that's it <laughs> Why were his pants off? Like, how yeah. aggressively are you going on yourself there, buddy? Like, maybe he wasn't wearing any pants. Maybe he just drove to this parking lot, 
That's even weirder. If that came, no, then I then we gotta cut him for sure. Because I, who just walks out of their apartment no pants? I mean, it's Florida. Uh, true. Actually. Have you you've ever you've seen the Florida man headlines? Yeah, it's just another Florida man caught in busy parking. That was a lot. segment on my show for a while. What happened in Florida today? And yeah. every day there was something to talk about, which well, is you, great. You can, like Google any day and just search Florida Again, man, April twenty fifth. I hate joking like about this. I just feel bad, man. Like he <sighs> sucks for him. Really it does. Sucks for him. Oh, I know man. it's embarrassing, but it just sucks, and I feel I almost feel bad making fun of him. Like, it just, can know. we just can we just move on from talking about Reese McGuire shucking the corn? This has and, been like and talk an episode about something else. Just like highs and lows. Yeah, we've, we've had going off on the Astros. We've had sadness of a Clint yeah. Mendez, and then we've had Reese McGuire. A little bit of everything. That's what makes the <laughs> podcast great, though. A little bit of everything. A little bit of Nintendo Survivor, Survivor Nintendo, whatever yeah. it was. I don't know which went first. I always forget. Um, but, yeah, it just kind of... Ah, it sucks for him, man. Oh, well. Kind of funny, though. Like <laughs> At the same time, like, it is kind of funny. I just couldn't get, like, the pants part. Like, the whole... I, just, I couldn't get past the pants part. When that came out, I was like, buddy, like... Maybe on. we should uh, <laughs> zip up this episode here. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I think we lost all oh. credibility. <laughs> yeah. Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> all credibility. Yeah, follow us on Twitter, guys, at BFMD Podcast. We don't make these jokes on Twitter. Um again, thanks to all the the ways you can get it. Anchor, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, all that fun stuff. As always, Blue Jays Aggregator. Thanks for all the love on Twitter. Thanks for Hendo too. We didn't give him enough love last episode. We gotta give Hendo a, a second episode of love for coming on the show being our fourth co-host last week like yeah. that was sick he's the best follow jay's journal they're the best over there baseball for brains baseball for brains he's awesome too and uh yeah thanks for listening i kind of blew it i didn't think of a uh i didn't think of a goodbye song for us but i'm just gonna think one off the top of my head you know what let's go april wine classic canadian why not yeah. song. there's too much april wine i thought april oh. wine was a maritime band though i thought every maritimer loved april wine no, I don't know. April one's no. great. April one is my favorite Canadian. They're the band. best. Could have been a lady, like. Oh. Oh. Is there any song? Ooh, tonight. Ooh, what I've a got, night. I've got one that we can. I've got one. How about? Uh, how about we throw it to uh, old school '80s, in honor of Reese McGuire, Billy <laughs> Idol, 1981, "Dancing with Myself." <laughs> Yeah, I guess fuck my idea, hey? I guess mine just fucking sucks. I like April Wine. Yeah, no, I'm just stupid song choice guy over here, I guess. Uh, I, You know what? I've caught, I've just, I, I can't stop myself. Nope, agreed. Let's do it. Why not? End it off with a 14th pun about it. Uh, for Justin, for Patrick, again, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a review, whatever. Uh, have a good one. Talk to you next week. Cause it'll give me time to think If I had a 